I'm the founder of Another Brilliant Idea, and I'm dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs grow their business with digital marketing and communication tools, tips, and resources that empower them to be bold and stand in their brilliance on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brilliant Mobile with... No. Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. Thank you so much for uh, showing up today for some brilliant tips. And today you will not be disappointed. I'm so excited because we're going to be talking about public speaking and how it can get your business more money, right? Because that's what we want. We want to be able to share our brilliance with the world so that more people will understand what you do and how you can help them because you are the answer to someone's prayer, right? Right. Yes, because I want to empower you to be in your brilliance, not just do your brilliance, but be in your brilliance. So I actually um, I'm so excited to make sure that um, I introduce her correctly. So um, her love. In fact, I'm looking for her name. There we go. She is the founder of Get Speaking Gigs Now. Lisa Reed. What? Maybe, maybe, maybe if I could speak right. One person in the world doesn't know who she is. So to do her justice. I'm going to officially read her bio because she was quite impressive and I am blessed to call her a friend. Um, so Lisa is actually a speaker who has booked and delivered over 600 talks, right? She knows what she's talking about. Lisa coaches entrepreneurs on how to get booked and stay booked. She is passionate about teaching you how to get your talk ready to rock. So you know she's fun. So that you can attract your ideal clients through speaking. And our show today, she will actually share the number one secret, a secret that she uses to get speaking gigs. <laughs> so welcome, Lisa. There she Yay! is. Thunderous applause. That's right. Of the millions of people, I just knew they all pretty much knew who you were, but I thought maybe their one person might not. There's so, that one person. Now they know. Yeah, one person. Awesome. Well, I didn't even get a chance. I was realizing I was so excited to have you come on. I didn't read your company bio. So why don't you tell me how you got into speaking so I can hear it firsthand? Oh, well, you know, I got into speaking about 10 years ago. Okay. And I was approached by a personal development company that I had been taking workshops with. And okay. they how they fill their workshops is they would go out and give presentations and then invite people to attend the workshop. So it was like, hey, would you like to go teach people about mindset and how the mind works and our thoughts and our how powerful they are and how you can start changing that and invite them to a workshop? And I was already madly in love with the work. I thought, absolutely, I would love to do that. And it was a time I was looking for some flexibility in my life. Right. I little side tip, or I don't know if it's, this is not a tip, little side tidbit. I <laughs> do have my bachelor's and master's degree in speech communication from Cal State Fullerton. Oh. Go Titans. Woo -woo. Woo -woo. Um, yeah. And I even taught interpersonal communication at Cal State Fullerton when I was 22 years old. So it wasn't until much later <laughs> when I was 40 that I actually became a professional speaker for this company. And so, yeah. Wait, but hold on a second. I have to ask well, you, you're saying you worked at Cal State Fullerton? Yeah. What year? 1995. Oh my gosh. Did you so I graduated. I went to UCLA for three years. I transferred to Cal State Fullerton, got my degree there. And then I started my business in 88. I think it was 90. 
one or two, they asked me to be a professor to teach on communication. I must have left like right before you started. Oh my gosh. Well, I started there in 91. So I started my freshman year in college was 1991. Oh, but I mean, in the when speech did you start communication teaching? Department. I started teaching 95. Yeah. But, you know, okay. I was in communication. So maybe we right. were like getting it like a juice it up at the juice it up stand, you know, or Carl's Jr. or something like that. Maybe. Right. Maybe, but maybe that's so packed. trippy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like we probably had like mailboxes. I had just cleared mine out and you were loading yours in. <laughs> In fact, there was a, a woman I became friends with. Her name was, I'm Mary Barnett, and she was Carrie Barnett. Oh. And they would switch our mail all the time. And we both, like I spoke on, I mean, my degree was marketing. It was public relations with a marketing emphasis or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so that was crazy. And so here you are. To, the world brought us back together. Hey, hey, here we are. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How fun Sorry. is that? So finish your story. It just, oh, that freaked me out. Yeah. No, I love that. So I was in, so, and I was in the speech communication, which was different than the mass communication, as you yes. know, probably know. Yes. And so then I'm 40, you know, fast forward, yada, yada, yada. Then I'm 40. Yesterday. And yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Right. Yeah. And I, I was like, this is cool. I'm finally full circle. I'm speaking. And that first year they had, I booked 83 speaking engagements in my local area. Right. And I would just go and give the same talk. Yeah, I would just I would go give the same talk to whoever was willing to listen at that point and sign people up for this workshop. And I'd fill up all the workshops, right? So that's why yeah. now coaches who are like, I need to fill my programs and my workshops and my routines. I'm like, well, speaking is a great way to do it because that's how I started. Wow. So you just have a little bit of experience. Just a little. Yeah, that was my wow. first year. That was that was called the ignorance on fire year, right? <laughs> Which is which but is not a bad place to be. No, I think actually everybody should do that. When you can't find your butt with two hands, right? You just like <laughs> figure it out as you go along you go. and then you find out what doesn't work, right? And that's nice because now you you learn what doesn't work and yeah. you can share that. I was sharing with someone recently when I first started my business, when I ran out of like people to contact, you know, because you go through your list, right? I remember it was Halloween time and I dressed up as a fairy with wings and I had a bag of glitter or confetti and a bag of candy and a wand. And I literally went door to door. Now they wouldn't let you in. Are you kidding me? They'd like <laughs> crazy alert. And I went door to door and I said, I am your marketing fairy. I can make your dreams come true. Wow. And I would throw some glitter or confetti, whatever, in the air, which of course I'm sure it upset them because they, you know, yeah, but, yeah. Oh, and I had a little bag of candy with like my business card, you know, tied to it. And I said, is there any events or marketing needs that you have that I can make come true? And they're like, security. <laughs> they're like, I thought you were a kid, just a grown, I thought you were a really tall kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't really grown much. I'm still about the same height as I was a child. Well, that is so on brand for you, Mary, because I I love it. You know, I, I the craziest thing I did to for to get a referral, not craziest, but so back, back, back in the yada 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 years, my I owned a day spa, right? Totally different subject than speaking. Really? And yeah, and on we were, you know, under stress, you know, building it all out. It was like it was just constantly. So I was I ended up getting a speeding ticket. I mean, what, no, I'm just, <laughs> wait, are we being recorded? No, just kidding. So then I go to driver school, you know, uh, at the courthouse or whatever it is, DMV or whatever. And, um, 
I they said you can stand up and say why you got your ticket. And the guy was pretty funny, nice okay. guy. And I stood up and I said it was right around Valentine's Day. And I stood up and I said, I did get my speeding ticket on my way to open up my day spot. If you're looking for a you know, gift for your loved one, your wife, your spouse, it's this.com and you can co come see me at the break. And, and the guy said, I have been teaching for 13 years and I have never had anyone give a commercial during their talk, but guess what? Uh, then a bunch of other people did too. It was really fun. That's awesome. Well, everyone is so hey, stressed man, in, in traffic school. They probably would like, we're grateful. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Captive audience, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's get into the, the meat because I could talk to you okay. all day. Like, I'm like, let's share some wine. Um, okay. So something you shared with me, I'm always asking for a brilliant marketing share. And so you said that you can become an international speaker without leaving your house. So explain. Yeah. So what's really cool, you got to make lemonade out of lemons, right? And with the pandemic, we've now, here's the lemonade of it. Yes, there's- right things that we, you know, we didn't wish this on anyone, but it is what it is. Here we are. Right. Now everyone's on Zoom. So if someone's speaking, like if we're in the United States, if someone has an event in Canada and you are a virtual speaker in Canada where it's being hosted, to me, that makes you count as an international speaker. You don't have to fly right. there anymore. I and yeah, when I told a couple of people this, I, I was like, their mind was blown. I'm, and it's like, there's no one is going to send you a letter giving you permission. There's no regulatory body saying, no, that doesn't count. That does count, whatever. It is what it is. You are speaking to an international audience. In fact, next week, I'm speaking to the International Coaching Week, which is based in Europe. There's people from all over the globe, all the continents, all, you know, well, probably not Antarctica, but like there's people from Asia, Europe, Africa, United States, Australia speaking at this conference. It's very exciting. That's amazing. That is awesome. Okay. So let me get into the questions that we talked about okay. um, because I want to make sure that our audience who's always looking for how to's right. Um, and to give them some tips. So let's get into this. And then I also, I didn't know if you're ready to make an announcement of any sort, but if you do, you can slip that in anytime <laughs> you want. Okay. First question, what is the number one secret to getting booked and staying booked? And what do you mean by staying booked as a speaker? Okay, so a lot of times uh, entrepreneurs just think like, what's the next thing? Like what's right next in front of you? They don't think of the long game. And speaking is a long game in the sense that once you learn and master how you create your talk, I call get your talk ready to rock, which is something I do with people in the speakers training academy. Once you figure out how to do that and figure out, okay, where's my audience? And you, you come up with your systems and strategies to do that. It's a rinse and repeat game, which means it's a long game. Yes, you can have a speaking engagement next week, but you could have speaking engagements forever. And that is where it's really, really valuable. Like, why not get that training? Why not get yourself set up? so that you can have a consistent lead flow all the time. So that's what I mean about staying booked, right? You can, I mean, I think it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Anyone can get a speaking engagement. Can they ask you, are they going to ask you back? Like today I got an email. Can you come back? I've spoken for this group five times. They they want me to come back. Even though unsolicited, you're I'm not asking them. Outfit. So, so and this is the name of your talk, which I love. Get your talk ready to rock. I love it. And late and in the show, you're going to share with us, I hope, how people can find out more about this. But um, so, Somebody has hired you five times. Did you change your talk or is it always the same one? Um, they bring in different audiences. So, and then that's actually, um, oh. like get your talk ready to rock is a service that I offer, not a talk, okay. just to be clear, but. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah. Yes. Your, yeah. Your service. It's what I help people with. But yeah. Um, yeah. And so 
but that's not even the secret that I was going to share with you. So that's a oh. bonus secret, bonus secret. Oh, okay. So the actual secret is... Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. Uh, something I call speaker soulmates. And if you think about it, like Mary, you probably have people that you refer to or they refer to you. You have like business strategic partners, right? Right. People don't realize you could have the same thing, but for speakers. And because who has all the information you need? Other speakers have the information that you need. Don't go on Google and Google yourself to, you know, nausea, just rabbit holes. No, that's not fun. And you could just waste a ton of time and hours and pull your hair out. Yeah. So instead, instead of cold calling and Googling down rabbit holes, you can actually align yourself with what, two, maybe, maybe three other strategic partners, what I call speaker soulmates. And then it's someone, you know, like, and trust it's someone that you, um, speaks around the same frequency as you. And here's the kicker. This is the Reese's peanut butter cup, uh, part, port of part of the story is that they speak to a similar audience, but they're not your competition. And that in such is like the best trifecta. And okay. I have a speaker soulmate who's referred over a hundred speaking engagements to me, meaning like red carpets rolled right on out. I go in, I speak, I, I don't have to cold call. I don't have to find them. I don't have, you know, and that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. You don't even need that many, right? Like I just do a little bit more than what most people do. You don't need that many. Most people, most of my clients speak two, three, four times, four times a month. So that's okay. like what, you know, let's say average 24 times a year. Wow. You don't need a ton of speaker soulmates. You don't need a ton okay. of leads. So sometimes people think it's a little harder than it is. So kind of like what you say, speaker soulmate, kind of like a power partner, right? So you're yeah. finding someone yeah. who's in a similar industry, but it's not competition. And you basically just say, Hey, if I find a speaking opportunity, I'll share with you and vice versa, right? Yeah. And, and we could get intricate and we're not going to do that here, but on how to actually, how does that work? And okay. uh, you're a natural connector, but not everyone is, not everyone oh. thinks that and they don't think, well, wait, you mean I would just ask someone for help? Like what, how does that work? So it, I know for us, we're natural connectors. We're like, that's so easy. It's not easy for everybody. And I totally understand that. No judgment, but sometimes that, that thing is just right there. We just have to be able to be willing to ask for it and, and I love it. Go through the motions, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think people want to help. Most people I have found in my life, they're like, oh my gosh, thanks for asking. Like some people are afraid to ask. So when you do like so grateful. So the mm -hmm. next question is what strategies can our listeners use or listeners or watchers? We will have a podcast and a live stream <laughs> used to attract clients when they are giving a talk. Like, so what do, what do you do? Like you share your wisdom, but yeah. more. So what, one way is you can tell stories. I actually even just snuck a couple in already. It was so short and so sweet. You probably didn't even catch it. But that I did get booked for uh, five times to, from the same. And that did happen yes. today. It's like a, it's literally just did happen. That's for, for real. It's true. But you can wow. have 
stories, just I, I kind of call it like having your keys in your pocket, like just to be able to pull them out, like pull out those stories about how you've helped somebody. That's so much more interesting than saying, I'm the founder of this and this is what we do. And blah, 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 blah. Like everyone's tuned out by then. And this is a great speaker tip, even if you're not the speaker, like say you're at an event where they say, oh, you have 30 minutes, 30 seconds or one minute. Don't bore them Ooh. with all the things that you do. Share how you help someone's problem. Oh my gosh. Um, this, you know, incredible businesswoman came up to me the other day. She is such, she's someone I really look up to, super intelligent, but she shared with me. She was a little worried. She didn't know how to get her talk done. She would see all those other people on stage and she'd see them selling their programs. And she's like, how, how come, how come they can do it? And I can't do it. Like, what's, what's the deal? What do I need to do? How do I do it? And so we got her talk ready to rock. She gave it to a hundred people and filled her program. Now she's an international speak best-selling author. She speaks all over the world. She's a um, does five-day challenges, and she's rinsed and repeated her methodology for her new business that she created. So that's a way that I basically shared a story. It's a true story, and in a way that showed the problems that yeah. I can help people solve. It'll make people raise their hand and say, "Ooh, I want that!" Right? right. They lean in because it's yeah. a. And I think as like even growing up, our favorite thing was you know, read me a story. So I think we're all attracted to stories because we want that versus being told what to do. It's like sharing a story. It takes the pressure off too. So you're not like selling them on it. You're sharing a story. And if they want it, they'll say, yes, please. If they don't, eh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So the next question is what else can people do to grow their business through speaking that will attract their ideal clients versus a bunch of people who don't want to pay them to do anything? I think sometimes, I don't know if you get this too with your marketing, we want to like give everything to everyone and announce all the things that we do, right? <laughs> and it's like, but wait, there's more. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so one of the, the biggest um, challenges, I think sometimes the entrepreneurs I have um, that work with me have is narrowing it down to that one call to action. Because when, or a clear call to action, you can have two, but it's got to be super clear. And we'll say CTA call to action. You know, that's a, that's right. the abbreviation for that. Yeah. And that's what we start with in the get your talk ready rock session. We actually start at the end. I would say we're going to reverse engineer it. Don't worry, but we need to know where we're going because Love you're it. taking the audience on a tour. They're going on a journey. And I go, if they paid to kiss the dolphins, they don't know why to end up at the volcano. They <laughs> want to be kissing the dolphins. So we got to go like, where are we going to get those dolphins kisses? Right. Like, <laughs> You got to make it fun, right? You got to make it make... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So being really clear on what's that call to action. And if as a speaker, you're not clear, guess who else isn't clear? Audience isn't clear. Right. So right. that's where it was, a lot of the work that we do is like getting clear, being confident, standing in your like, this is the stake I'm putting in the ground. Here's where I stand for. Here's what I'm inviting people to. And, and really being in love with it. If you're not in love with your offer, eh, audience isn't going to be in love with it either. I love that is gold right there. It's true. If you're not in love with what you do, like you kind of hesitate, right? Um, actually, when we're together, probably in December, I did this talk called Three Ways to Be Poised, Positive and Profitable. And I put together this little like video on how to do it. 
And I, my call to action was text the word brilliant to 71401 and you'll get an instant link to the magic, right? And so I knew you were going to be talking about that. And a lot of speakers use, we actually own software that allows people to collect a list without having any data entry, right? So this is usually my go-to um, call to action, even though we provide many more services than just mobile messaging. But um, right. but you're so right. I think a lot of us forget to give them a way to, con like, because people really want to know what to do next, right? Yeah. They, and if you don't tell them, they'll just go about their life, right? But if it's you like, give them- yeah. Yo, it's so like the Simon Says game, you know, like in Simon Says, and you're like, Simon Says, do a jumping jack. And there you do a jumping And then Simon Says, but if Simon Says, Simon Says, do a jumping jack, touch the floor, jump up and down, stand on one leg. I mean, you're going to be like, I, uh, like, overwhelmed. You're going to be out. You're going to be out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what, Lisa, for years, and I still do it, I'm guilty of it. I would overwhelm because I get excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, and then there's this, there's this, and this, and people are like, oh my God, they just get so overwhelmed. So just for, you know, the one thing, like they said in, in City Slickers, one thing, one thing. Exactly. All right. So this is the next question. In your experience, what is one of the biggest obstacles aspiring speakers face and how can they overcome it? I think the biggest obstacle, at least when they come to me, is thinking that they need to get their talk done either before they talk to me or it's like their talk is this almost weight on their shoulders of like, it's been in my mind. I've been thinking about it. I I, I know one day I want to do it. I've been working on it. I'm like, are there any words on the paper? Like, have you typed out anything? Like, what do we have? And they're like, no, no, I'm just still thinking. And I'm like, okay. So what I know is that it's also um, the biggest obstacle is like speaker's kryptonite. Like if I put that on paper, if I say it out loud, um, if I get on that stage, what if, you know, what if this happens? What if people think it was dumb? What if I fail? What if I make a mistake? What if no one buys my stuff? What if, what if, what if? And right. that is honestly your biggest, uh, the biggest obstacle is your own thinking about it. Because oh. once we start to, yeah, once we start to clarify it, like, okay, let's really dig in. What are the key components that people really need to know that you are standing strongly for? Right. Then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> your pat, it's your brilliance, your passion, your unis yeah. can come out and you're going to attract the people who are picking up what you're throwing down. That's the, that's exciting. It's fun. You could do it all day. Yeah. It's so fulfilling. That's but awesome. until you have a little validation, a little clarity on like, okay, wait, how does this whole thing work? It can keep you trapped and keep the message inside. And that's pretty much what you do, how you help them and get your talk ready to rock. Yeah. In the, so, so basically what I do is I, we have a speaker's training academy and everyone who enters that academy gets an instant, like in the first 30 days, I, I recommend doing it for first 30 days. Uh, get your talk ready to rock session with me. So it's like oh. me personally. Yeah. And it's a two hour like deep dive. We like, I link arms with you. I'm like, I'm in it to win it, baby. Let's do it. And that way you leave that session with your title, your description, your learning points, your call to action. You know what you're going to be talking about. And all of a sudden you're yeah. like, oh my God, I can't wait to give this to everybody. Like everyone needs to hear this. It's so, it's so exciting. It's like giving birth to your baby. You know, we were talking about yeah. that earlier offline, but it's um it's literally like you fall in love with your talk it's it's a really magical experience i love that and it's so awesome that you 
do help people get to that point. Cause you're right. It gets, it's just frustrating. And also I think people think it has to be perfect before I do it. And I think that there is so much magic in imperfection because people then can relate. Like if you trip or you, you know, slur your words or you, you do something and you're like, Oh, people are like, Oh, wow. I'm, I do that too. I'm not weird. Like if they can do that, I can do that. If I can step in to doing this, even though it's not perfect, you know, if they can do it. I could do it. Like, I think that's makes you more relatable as a human. And, um, 100%. but when you know the framework that your, your service provides, I think that gives you the confidence that go up. And yeah. even if you trip up the stage, at least you know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. And, and when I even help people, it's like, it's not about memorizing it and saying it exactly the right way. But if you have an idea of, the, you know, the, these are the points I want to hit and this is the focus and this is, you know, remember that, you know, we're going to kiss those dolphins. Like, what's that thing at the end? That's that. really going to help you stay on track and, and it'll help you learn how to practice. It'll help you learn how to be more comfortable. I always tell people like when we were little and we were trying to tie our shoes, we didn't like go, oh, I guess I'm giving up. Like it didn't work out. Like I didn't tie my shoe right. And I'm like, no, you just, as a little kid, you're like determined as all get out. If you've ever been around little kids, oh my gosh, they do not give up. Right. <laughs> they they don't give up. Yeah. People say like, <laughs> if you did try to walk and you fell down, your parents would be like, oh, I guess you'll always crawl. Yeah. No, you're going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to go. And I think also, Lisa, I think you and I talked about this a long time ago. The more you do it, the better you get at it because you get the confidence and kind mm -hmm. of like the, the you're like on a roll and i think that yeah you your unconscious confidence kicks in yeah and you can't have oh, unconscious confidence called? yeah like, unconscious confidence is where you're like you're at this level where you're like you could do it without thinking about it you can't get there until you it. go through the other levels uh, right. which is con you know we don't need to go on all the levels but um it, and so funny people's i i compare it to Someone said, well, how much do I need to practice? And when am I going to be? And I said, well, that's like asking me how many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? I'm like, I don't even know. Like everyone's a little different. But until you feel like I could deliver this sucker, you know, <laughs> without. Sucker, lollipop, <laughs> nice tie, love that. Yeah. So it's, and, and just, but it's hard to practice if you don't know what you're practicing. And it's right. hard to step into it if you're still like, oh, I'm not sure what I should tell people. And especially if you're sitting on like decades, like you've been, you were teaching at Cal State Fullerton 30 years ago. So you're sitting on decades of marketing knowledge. So how do you know what to pull? Like, okay, what do people need to really, like if I was to just grab a couple of really key things, what's the most important thing? And that's right. where it gets, it's hard. Yeah. To figure that out on your own. Dialing it, dialing it down. And you can always have, I'm assuming, like once you have your signature talk, you can then have variations, right? You oh, can yeah. Talk Definitely. about different things. And so you can, I mean, obviously you said that you were booked five times by the same organization, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And you can either give the same talk, but I bet like if it's a new group of people that are maybe they're all hairstylists or maybe they're all plumbers, you could adapt your talk, right, mm -hmm. to to be things that those, that audience would enjoy, right? Or be yes, relate. And, and um, we think that like, oh, I gave my talk, so I can't give the same talk. Guess what? People forget that even if they heard it the one time, I mean, I don't know if you're married. Yeah, I know you're married, Mary, but like, <laughs> I said, have you ever told your spouse something? And then they're like, 
wait, what was that thing? And you're like, oh my gosh, I've told you like so many times. How do you not know? Like, how, how do you not? I mean, we've been together 13 years. You still don't know. And uh, <laughs> well, they don't. That's not, it's, called, it's called selective hearing, by the way. <laughs> so, 35 years what? of marriage. Yeah. Like, it's not okay. just our spouses, it's people. They don't remember every single thing you said. No. Training is a leaky bucket. Exactly. And people also, another weird thing, people don't remember what you wear. Like we're always so concerned. Like, did I wear this? People remember, except for social media, you take a picture and you could like look back, but people don't care. You know, you can wear the same darn thing at every talk. And I'm sure they, oh, that's cool. That's her talking uniform. Or yeah. Her speaking uniform. All right. Well, listen, we're wrapping up the end of the show. I know you're a busy gal, but I wanted to ask you how people can reach you if they want to use speaking to grow their business, because this program is really cool. I've, I've talked to people who've been through it and you literally give people so much confidence, um, oh, so much you. poise. And, and so I'm so grateful that you even offer this to the world. So how, how can people yeah. find you? They can find me on getspeakinggigsnow.com. So it's getspeakinggigs with a S now.com okay. because you want more than one, right? You want, don't just want one speaking gig. Exactly. I'm going to try to copy and put it in here. I'll definitely put it in the link as well. Yeah. And there you'll find five top tips to get more speaking gigs. That's a free resource you can use. If you're thinking you're hearing this and you're like, wow, I was waiting for a sign and this is it. And I really need to, I've always wanted to be a speaker. I want to use that to grow my business. And you want to apply to the Speakers Training Academy. Um, you can go to same, same link, get speakinggigsnow.com, but slash chat. So, you know, that's, if you're really oh, listening, you can get that too. So, nice. Yeah. I will edit that to make sure. So it's it's the same website, but it's um getspeakinggigsnow.com slash chat would be if you want to apply for the for the speakers training that's, academy. That's awesome. And I love yeah. that people apply for it because you want to make sure it's the right fit, right? Yeah. I work really intimately with people. You're not in a group with like hundreds of people. It's like, no, we're, we're there. I'm there. It's me. <laughs> I want to make sure that I can help you and that you're ready to really give speaking, you know, that get, get to the next level. And, and as a final note, um, I want to make sure, cause I think you actually, oh, this was a tip you were going to share with us, your brilliant marketing tip. What is the number one secret to get booked without Cold calling. Well, luckily I did share it. I know we're running out oh, of time. Oh, you're talking about the, yeah, soulmate. the secret soulmate system. Yeah. Okay. So I gave you I all the nuggets. Well, there's always more things, but that was definitely the one that I use over and over again that is still um pandemic, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, still use it. I love it. I love it. Works. Because you know what? It comes all down to relationships, right? Mm -hmm. And when people know, like, and trust you, they really do want to help you, which I think absolutely hundred percent is awesome. Well, thank you again, Lisa, for coming on today. And I really encourage um, everyone who's listening that you should be, in fact, that was what I was going to ask you. If someone's on the fence and they think, I don't know if I should be a speaker, what would be something you would tell them of why it's important if you're trying to grow your business, why speaking is a very important thing? It's really one of the quickest ways you can grow your business and attract your clients because you're the authority. When someone asks you to take that stage, a, you can have your own stage. You can create your own stage now with all the things that we have. When I was a speaker, when I started, we didn't even have Facebook Live. It didn't exist. So uh, you can do, you can create your own, your own stage if you want, but you don't have to have anything fancy. Gosh, if you have a phone, if you have a computer, that makes it even easier. You can literally be a speaker. So why not? 
give it a shot. I love it. And the fact that you said it's the fastest way to grow your client base and also increase your authority and build your credibility, like all those things are so important. And I think people don't sometimes don't realize that because you could be talking one-on-one to somebody or to a room of a hundred. If it's a, if it's a numbers game, you're definitely going to get farther ahead by speaking to a hundred people, which is awesome. Absolutely. So awesome. Well, thank you again, Lisa. And I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you next in person next month or later this month or sometime. Sometime very uh, soon. Sometime very soon. But until then, uh, thank you for uh, being a guest and everyone for listening in on the brilliant Marketing with Mary show. And um, I will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And um, I look forward to seeing you again in person so I can give you a hug and cue the outgo. Here we go. Have a wonderful day and be be a blessing and be brilliant in all you do. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products, and services at anotherbrilliantidea.com because everyone needs another brilliant idea. Make sure to join me for another episode every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific or 2.30 Central on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Hey there, I'm DC. I host The Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid.